0: Hello, I'm Lynn and you are? Ali, hello. Welcome to the 90s! (laughs) Welcome to the 90s. Um, (laughs) This album is 30 years old. (laughs) I am wearing
1: a shirt with massive sleeves and massive collars.
0: it's all it's all flannel all the way down yes Um, although in i think most of the photographs of me from the at least from the early 90s i'm wearing sonic the hedgehog t-shirts and mirror shades Um, (laughs) because i guess that was my style at the time (laughs) Um, but anyway moving on past my terrible early 90s fashion choices oh
1: i was obsessed with sonic the hedgehog as a child
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's weird because i was never allowed a console no so all of this was kind of picked up from friends houses or popular culture
1: oh yeah like i would like invite myself round to friends
0: houses mainly so i could
1: play on their consoles because that was the kind of child i was (laughs) oh dear
0: but yeah we're here to talk about out of time the first rm album of the 90s yes and the first track, Radio Song.
1: A creatively titled album opener, if ever yep, there was just,
0: one. I think they've really stepped up slightly from Pop song 89. <laughs> To radio song. Really uh, kind of of a, of a piece.
1: Ironic. <laughs> the, liter- the
0: album, my brothers.
1: I reckon it's a gauche, ironic literal- literality. That's
0: it right. may well be. And uh, I'd argue that there's some other similarities between those two songs. But mm. um, what are your initial thoughts about radio song, Ali?
1: It's not one song. It's two songs that have been Frankenstein together in a hideous musical experiment, Lynn. It's morally wrong and evil. Is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was probably going a bit over the top, but it is—it is, right. is weirdly distinct the two bits. Uh, it's mm-hmm. clearly deliberate, but it's also like a a bit of a like head switcher. Like just okay. listening to this for the first time, it's just like what? That was a left <laughs> turn to take. I was not expecting that, which in a way is cool. I'm not sure it totally. Works. This is by no means a classic song at all, but it's at least interesting.
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel as though I kind of looked at Pop Song 9 and went, This is a bit rubbish. <laughs> but we want to try something that's kind of similar, where it's sort of like a slightly sarcastic, jaunty pop number. Yeah. But it's just done so much better. And I don't think it's the best song on this album, and I don't think it's the best REM song. I think it super works super well. Um, but I do think it's much more interesting.
1: It's a better version of that. <laughs>
0: it's a better version of that. I think it's funkier and more enjoyable.
1: Well, that's that's one of the songs. Because one of the yeah. songs is like this funk rock kind of yeah. <laughs> groovy thing. And then you have this other thing, which is a sort of like slightly kind of cheesy. It almost sounds like if you were to caricature R.E.M. Yeah. It would sound like this, like... Especially the, like, once you've gotten rid of that, gotten past, not gotten rid of you, but the, there's that little <laughs> bit of spoken word intro at the very beginning. And yeah. then you have this, like, twinkly arpeggio, very bright sounding guitar. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, bass that's very intro-y. It's like the, du hold the note, do twinkle twinkle, 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 twinkle. Um, and these kind of like yeah it just feels kind of almost like a parody Mm -hmm. and then it switches over into this very different like slightly grungy funk rock thing for the verses. like i don't even know whether i'd say this song has a chorus exactly because it's like switches back to the kind of like slightly cheesy (laughs) parody rem and that's like that's almost like a verse but a verse of a different song if you see what i mean
0: yeah, it's a strange mashup. Yeah, mashup is right, yeah. Anywhere else on this album that you would put the song except the opener.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would be very weird to suddenly like
0: Really weird anywhere else. Um and I, I think it's rare to have songs I certainly think that most songs fit in a particular place better, but I feel like it's rare on any album really to think like there's only one place that This, song <laughs> this goes. would
1: actually work, yeah. 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 Yeah, but I can definitely see, like, if you put this after anything, it would be a bit like, okay, that was... I mean, they've done that before, like, you <laughs> had underneath the bunker suddenly, like, being like...
0: Yes, um, but, un- but underneath the bunker is so much, like, a weird short interlude.
1: Yeah, whereas this is, like, like, a proper four and a half yeah. minutes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and then it's got, like... The rapping on it which is very different Mm -hmm. from anything that they've done before yeah absolutely yeah i looked up and it's a rapper called krs1 who apparently was quite famous at the time oh cool um so that gives it a very different sound because he's sort of mostly doing backup vocals and kind of like chiming in Mm -hmm. and then at the end it kind of goes into like a it's a pretty short like rap it's kind of yeah rap ish Uh, It's mostly kind of shouting.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) Uh, like a verse of...
1: Shouting with attitude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's not, I don't know, it sounds, I'm not that familiar with rap or hip-hop, so people who know uh, (laughs) that genre better than me, but to me it sounds like quite, like, of its its time, in that, like, Mm -hmm. more, I don't know, is that, like, again, not, well versed in the genre but like i feel like late 80s hip-hop that i've heard sounds the vocals sound a bit more like this than more recent stuff does yeah again not a connoisseur but
0: yeah no um yeah also it's yeah it's a genre that i know so little about that i don't feel very comfortable (laughs) (laughs) speculating too much yeah um but yes like yeah
1: um but it feels slightly like doing a less good version of the kind of vocals that you get on like public enemy records of this time but
0: but yeah it's another aspect of like this, that sort of mashing up of well i guess now we're on like three different styles mm, yeah, within yeah, yeah this one song yeah which i can only assume was intentional was it made was it sounding like you were tuning to different channels on your radio yeah maybe Possibly. that's the
1: idea yeah there's some sax in there not as much as on oh what was it uh it's that song on document. I'm for- totally drawing um, drawing a blank on. That was like weird, weirdly like sax dominated. Oh, what was it? It's towards the end.
0: It wasn't our fellow's local one. Well, no, no was it? it was the one
1: about it. sweeping the fireplace. Fireplace. Yeah, yeah, that. Yes. one. Yes. Um, but so it's much. I'm not going to say understated, but, like, less dominant. But, yeah, this yeah. is just kind of, like, adding some colour in there. I do like, uh, it's about 3 minute 15-ish. There's, like, a very mm-hmm. dramatic stop. And then Michael Stipe comes back in with, hey, 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 and the whole band comes back in hey, hey, hey. quite well. Yeah, this definitely feels, like, kind of playful and not earnest.
0: Yes, it does feel playful. Sorry, yeah, I keep just going back to Pops of Mega 9 and that kind of opening couple of songs on... Um... Or even Get Up or Stand or whatever, the same kind of thing. um, Mm. Where I think they were kind of going for playful and ended up just feeling phoned in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, or slightly like, yeah, yeah.
0: I think Radio Song feels much more like playful, but... Really made the effort and thought about what what might. I was gonna say work, which makes it sound like it's much more coherent than it is. Mm. Like radio song is almost oddly forgettable for a song that is so weird.
1: Yeah, but it has a certain swagger to
0: it. It has a certain mm. swagger to it, a certain like confidence and like well-producedness. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's um, very slick sounding.
0: Yeah, that that I think kind of lets it. I don't know. I was gonna say get away with it, but that's not really what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, just, it, it feels solid rather than flimsy or throwaway. Mm. Even at the same time, it doesn't feel essential.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like this is a bit of a, like, almost like a junk food song. Like, it's a chocolate mm-hmm. bar or a crisp packet, a packet of crisps. It's kind of like, <laughs> oh, that was quite fun. It's probably not, yeah. like, yeah, not not amazing, but, like, tasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's... A tasty morsel of a song <laughs> uh, lyrics do we have any thoughts on those
0: uh, I can't find nothing on the radio <laughs> hey turn to that station is that how it goes I think
1: yeah yeah basically
0: but they they set they set the kind of a lot of the themes of this album early on with the ent- opening to this the, mm. the idea that the world is collapsing around their ears and I turned up the radio and I can't hear it um it's, it's weirdly fascinating that we, I mean, we live in an age, you know, obviously at the moment, climate crisis and things that so, it feels so, I don't know. Those lyrics arrogant. feel a bit
1: too literal.
0: Yeah, I think that's not the only song on this album where it feels a bit much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's easy. Sometimes I, like, I feel it too, even though I remember having conversations about that kind of thing in the 90s, where now it seems so... Kind of present, like the. the level like, I guess urgency. no one in the past really, yeah, cared about it, but um, yeah, it's perhaps like, it was more the ozone layer in no, 1991. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I remember. You know, there was a than lot the of climate torture, change as a whole, yeah, because um, when was that? 92, I think, is when CFCs were banned. So this would have been that kind of thing. Yeah, almost like almost apocalyptic sentiment. I mean, this song doesn't feel super apocalyptic. <laughs> No. in the kind of feeling of its of its thing but there's that kind of odd undercurrent which I think maybe only makes the song slightly weirder
1: yeah and i guess the the late 80s because you had like the collapse of the soviet bloc yeah. like the fact that that was like you know until very recently just an assumption that that would just continue to be how the world was divided and that was just going to be what you were going to have for, a, you know, a few more decades. And then suddenly it wasn't that, that probably was a very weird moment to be around <laughs> somebody who yeah. was, who was around, but you know, not old <laughs> enough to be aware of that stuff going down. Um, yeah. Uh, other lyrics. It's kind of like the slightly, uh, I don't know mysterious thing about like when I got into the house and I called you out and I could tell that you'd been crying it's like a it's quite a dramatic scene like very neat little portrait of a moment
0: so that same same song on the radio makes me sad um, or is it makes me cry I can't remember
1: uh, is so it, there's nothing
0: about the DJ sucking as well
1: yeah yeah on a later verse yeah it's the same same sing song and the Dj sucks
0: which yeah you it's know. like that kind of weird i don't know not really weird because I mean like sense memory or whatever or if this even counts sense memory um you know it's kind of a powerful sort of thing but that these sort of reminders of of past difficult circumstances mm. because a song was playing and <laughs> suddenly you just like ah oh, just, just Freaking DJ playing these (laughs) these tracks that of of,
1: a Witches which is the Smiths song um it that it has the line um, hang the DJ
0: hang the DJ yeah (laughs) so
1: apparently a lot of a lot of uh, hatred for DJs going around in uh, panic yes panic
0: on that's a great track
1: it is yeah it's the same shame I feel
0: like have to add the caveat every time we talk about the Smiths of Morrissey being not a great human
1: being yeah
0: yeah but um yeah. let's just talk about how great johnny Marr is um, yeah
1: which is <laughs> what everyone does i mean yeah <laughs> i don't know the name of the bassist and the drama but oh no it's like you 2 isn't good. it
0: it's like there's bono the edge and the other two there's, <laughs> there's, there's there's morrissey and
1: it's what you get for being johnny the rhythm Marr section. and the
0: other two yeah yeah
1: that's what you get yeah although i feel like i remember my mike mills and bill barr Mm-hmm. better but then i i guess because I, I i think my liking of rem has been more sustained
0: yeah
1: and i'm also doing a podcast <laughs> uh, i don't think i'll be following this up with the smith's cast
0: <laughs> no it's confusing slightly it's opposite thing so i was i was creating the listing for all these episodes and mm. i thought we'll only we'll only touch singles if there's if there are singles that are not on any albums okay Wait, like, excluding any, like, weird Christmas stuff or whatever. You know, like, actually, it was released completely single. And I think there's only two or three in the whole, like, 30-year period. Whilst the Smiths, sometimes I think, like, oh, yeah, 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 Smith's song. But, like, all of their singles, like, are not on their albums at all. Yeah, they which is quite totally, a weird thing. I was kinda it's, like, like, totally separate.
1: Yeah, and that struck me when I first learned that as being, like, a weird, like, their record company let them do that? kind yeah, of thing because it just seemed strange. like a a thing of like well of course you put the big hit songs mm-hmm. on the albums so that people will buy the albums so that they get those but maybe it's a like uh well actually then you get them to it, people who really like the smiths to buy both yeah i guess that could be i am not old enough to understand record buying habits of the 80s
0: i mean that seems logical to me i guess but um, yeah, it seems. Also seems odd to me, but yeah. perhaps there was a time in which that was more usual.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't
0: know, or maybe the Smiths just are being weird.
1: Yep, wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Any anything else to cover on this
0: on this song? Um, I don't think so. I think it is. I don't know. I was going to say a strong opener, but I'm not sure. Maybe that's overstating it slightly, but it's a confident opener. Yeah, it's definitely it's confident bold. opener, and I like. I appreciate that. Yeah um so yeah on that note i think that's about it any more thoughts
1: no i think i've covered everything
0: i wanted to say cool right uh it's a big one next time um so join us for losing my religion and thanks very much for listening thank you turn on
1: narrator toggle switch on
0: gdgcpodcast at gmail.com i did find some cfcs at work the other day